Hey family, I'm Coach Cass. Welcome to The Hub. On today's episode, we're so excited. Oh my goodness, Erica Cobb, media personality, is joining us in the house. Welcome, Ouch, Cass. Thank you for having me. I am elated. Okay. I am hey. so ready. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, well, let's get into it. Now, Erica, you are looking fabulous today. I must say that color is your color, girl. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. This is just got off work chic, honey. Oh, yes. Just <laughs> got off work chic. There we go. So, Erica, we want to get nosy in your business, okay? The, the majority of those who listen in are professional women who are always on the go and can always use some juice when it comes to making their love lives better. And I saw the rock on your hand, girl. So let's get into it. So let's start at the dating, right? So you're currently married. Let's, let's, let's put it out there. Yes, I am married. Uh, we've been married. Anthony and I have been married for about four and a half years now. Four and a half years. How beautiful. How did you meet? So that's an interesting story because I met Anthony because my first friend that I made in Denver was working for him at the time. And I was doing this uh, emceeing event and I invited her and she's like, oh, I'm not coming because no one ever wants to come with me. And then I end up at these events by myself and you're working. And I was like, just invite someone. So she calls me back and says, I'm going to bring my boss. And I thought that's a really strange thing. Like you're going to bring your boss to this event at a bar. Like, all right. So this guy comes with her and I was like, the frat boy is your boss. Like, it was so strange. Like I was expecting someone like older and like stuffier. I don't know. And so uh, long story short, after that event, we all went to dinner, the three of us. And we really like connected, like we hit it off, but not in an intimate way. In fact, mm -hmm. I was trying to introduce him to one of my girlfriends. Oh, snap. You were trying and to play matchmaker. Yes, because, and this is very important, at the time, I was married. So, Ooh. yes, I was married. And so I never even, it wasn't even something I was thinking about. I was just like, call. I called my girlfriend. I'm like, girl, I met your husband. Like, you don't understand. Oh, this guy yeah. is this, this, and that. And she was like, oh, you, you know, I just met this guy and I really think that he's the one and, and all this stuff. And I was like, no girl, he's not. <laughs> and he wasn't, but that was pretty much it. And then I remember running into him with my then husband. And it was the weirdest thing because we ran into each other on the street. And I remember thinking like, that was so strange because there was like this connection, but it wasn't something that either one of us was like, are we interested in each? It was just like a weird thing. I, re I remembered it. And then I didn't see him for years. And then, uh. <laughs> yes, yes. And then I was on a vacation and my girlfriend called me and she said, hey, aren't you in Vegas? And I said, yes. And she said, well, Anthony's in Vegas for a 
stag party. He's Canadian and he's there a day early. And I was with one of my girlfriends and we met him for dinner. And I was just like, wow, this guy is like really something. On vacation, having a good time, yeah. met up with him. You're like, hmm, the tides have changed. Girl, and I wasn't even there. Like I was there on a totally different, like I was like, oops. My life has changed. I am a single woman. I was looking for like, I was not thinking that. Okay. <laughs> so did you guys immediately start dating after that? No, we didn't. Wait, were like, you still married when you went to Vegas? I was, we were separated. separated. Uh, but okay. at that point, like, in, and I've talked very openly about this, that mm -hmm. we were not in a situation to be physically apart for a very long time. So mm -hmm. we were really cohabitating as roommates at that point. And it had been going on for quite some time. We were living completely separate lives. Yeah. So I was still legally married, but mm -hmm. um, we were both at this point living in separate spaces. That's what they call it's complicated. It's complicated. It was very complicated. And a lot of people are experiencing that right now because- Yes. You know, <laughs> yes. Was it a client? I, I just I just spoke to like a, a new person I'm onboarding and she literally told me I'm currently living with my ex-husband, but I still want to date in a pandemic. You know, it's she's like, this is just so weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, Erica. So how did it how did it transgress? You know, when you started dating, what was the decision to actually start dating this man? What did that look like, you guys getting together? So we never said, okay, we're going to start dating. What it was mm -hmm. that he was moving back to Canada. His visa was coming up mm -hmm. and he was going to take a job back in Canada. And I was actually up for three different jobs in radio all over the country. Wow. So we weren't really like, oh, let's be boyfriend, girlfriend type thing. It was uh -huh. more like we really enjoy each other's company. He just made the best way to describe it was like, I always felt like I was at home with him mm. and I felt comfortable, but not comfortable, like in a platonic way. It okay. started to be like, I have never felt this good in my life. Like everything was about the feeling. Yeah, it was, and I know it sounds, it sounds so cheesy and crazy, so great. but it was like, I mean, he made me want to like re- he made me want to go into the trash and take out all my hopes and dreams. <laughs> thrown away. Take the hopes and dreams out the trash. Yes. Bring it back. New energy. Like I was like, man, like everything, you know, cause after like a divorce and I mean, I had gone through bankruptcy and unemployment and I'm like living my worst life. Mm. And here's this man that's like, seeing me the way that I saw myself before everything fell apart. And it was mm. like, oh, you see that? Okay. <laughs> like, and I saw it in him. And um, so I ended up moving to California and he ended up staying in the States. And he said, we both said like, we're not going to do this long distance thing. We've tried it once. It's never a great thing. And then before we knew it, I had been in California for six months and just about every weekend I was either back in Denver or he was with me in, in Sacramento. And wow. it, it, it was just undeniable. 
Okay, so let's pause right there. It was a long distance relationship. So would you say that you have to have finances in order to fund a long distance relationship? Like, what do you think was the, the key or the crux to that? Hmm? Yeah, that's, that can become an issue. At that point, my life had become very different. I was back on my feet mm -hmm. and I had a job that I really, I, I really loved. I was doing morning radio in Sacramento. And I think, but more than the financial aspect, because I do think we could have made it work, even if we were only like maybe once a month, not mm -hmm. every weekend type thing. Mm -hmm. But more than that, it was the connection that we were making on FaceTime, um, mm -hmm. watching shows together, you know, doing all of these things to get like he lived he lived on my iPad at the time. <laughs> Hi, honey. <laughs> I would you up for dinner? I would put him up. Like, yes, we'd eat dinner together. Like there was all of this, this quality time that we were spending together and uh, really building a strong relationship with that. But yes, obviously having a relationship from Denver to Sacramento can be very trying if you don't yeah. have resources for that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was just, we were just very fortunate to be able to do that. What was your like funnest virtual date? Oh, mm. at the time, see, I, that's when I started getting him uh, into housewives. <laughs> so yeah, so it would be, it would, it was really cute because at first, like he, that's not his speed. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he'd be like, did you see the way that Peter looked at Cynthia? You know, like, I don't know about Peter, you know, like, and I would be like, wait, wait, what? what? And then sometimes it'd be like, wait, I missed that. And he's like, no, you, you must've missed, you went to the bathroom during that part. And it was like, so I went wine and like, you know, we're just having our housewives, like Bravo, living our best Bravo lives. That's so beautiful. Oh my goodness. Especially since the pandemic, I feel like most relationships are long distance right now. I've had several clients find love during COVID and navigating the virtual dating space. It's just like long distance. Yes. Really and truly. And you were able to build a relationship. Yes. Right? Essentially I, virtually. Much stronger, much stronger because mm. there was, when we had time together, like every time we had together was quality time. Mm. So I think that you just appreciate it. And it took out so many other factors. You know, one, it kind of helps in a lot of respects because other people's opinions, like you don't have that, sh that close community where you're like, your friends are always chiming in or family's always chiming in. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like you're living in your own space. Mm -hmm. So six months passed. Yeah. And then did you close the gap? Did somebody move? So I was in Sacramento. I moved to Sacramento in March and he proposed in November. Shut up. Shut the front door. What? <laughs> That is record time, girl. Would Ben? I mean, at that point, it had been about, it had been a year. Okay. Um, so he proposed and then I stayed in Sacramento until the terms of my contract were up. That following mm -hmm. June, I chose to leave. And then we, I came back to Denver. We got married in Denver. And uh, yeah, then I started my next chapter. Wow. How 
How beautiful. So what made you decide, because it's a decision for you too, what made you decide that this person, especially with your last marriage ending, you know, some people give up on marriage. Like, you know what, forget it. It's a piece of paper. I hate it. Like, what made you say, this is the person for me. And yes, I am willing to get married again. Like, what was that decision like? That was really crazy because I got married so young the first time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was 24, but I mean, that's mm-hmm. relatively young. Yeah. Um, so I did, you know, especially when things went bad, I had a lot of regret about being in a, a marriage because mm-hmm. I felt like I was not being the best version of myself and we couldn't figure out how to navigate the best versions of ourselves together. Mm-hmm. And I felt very trapped and I thought I would never get married again. But something about like just the connection that Anthony and I had, I just had, the, it was like, it was like an adult. I felt like a full adult. Mm. <laughs> like okay this Girl, is who, yeah like this is who I am at my best mm-hmm. and he is like he is at his best and if we can kind of like just be at our best or remind ourselves of this moment and who we are right now then we have everything we need for success and when we're having like you know, obviously this past year has been very hard on everyone. And that's what we talk about. Like, Mm -hmm. remember when we were doing, well, what were we doing differently then? We Mm -hmm. were exercising every morning together. We were, you know, writing down our goals and checking off the things that we were doing. Like, so we kind of always try to get back to that place. And then also, you know, my parents and his parents as well, aren't super like, they're not helicopter parents, like trying Mm -hmm. to put their thoughts in our lives, but they were so supportive. And like our parents, like they went out to brunch one time. First of all, his parents are in Canada and mine are in Chicago. Okay. Uh They met for brunch and then sent us photos. Oh, snap. What? Like they like, like they taught it's crazy. Like everybody it's, it's the connection. It's, I love it. Yeah. That is a blessing. I I was very intentional in my dating journey to connect my families together. So when we ended up getting married, we back when the world was open, we had 80 of our closest friends and family join us in Mexico. And what was so beautiful about it, it was like a reunion, you know, and everybody was partying and having a good time. My grandma, my grandma still asked me, where's that girl that was giving me the tequila shots? You know, (laughs) and I see my friends, you know, meet up and and connect and cousins. And it just makes me so happy that Uh, people are in the random silos, but they're together in our world that we created. Love it. First of all, we're in Mexico. Riviera Maya. And how long ago was this? Um, we got married in 2014. We got married in 2014. Okay. So you are my spirit sister in so many capacities because we got married in Cancun in Shut up. And same thing, 56 of our closest friends and family. And they still, like, sometimes I'm like, 
well, I haven't heard from so-and-so. <laughs> you know, like my brother-in-law is like, oh, I talked to your sister. Or, you know, I talked to somebody. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm like, how do you know them? <laughs> Can somebody call me? Y'all just ain't go three-way me, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you had people say, when's the reunion? Like, when's the anniversary? Trip? All, the time, all the time. And my father, who had never like done the all-include, you know, thing, because we called it our big, our big family reunion. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and my dad's always like, so we gonna, we gonna do a, we, we gonna go back to Mexico? What's, go, what's going on with, so we gonna, what y'all thinking? What y'all thinking? I'm like, okay, dad, that was the wedding. Um, yeah. They literally want to get back together for our, for our anniversary. I'm like, no, that that's for us. No, <laughs> no, uh-uh. <laughs> I love it. Seriously, right? Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy. So now that you've been married for a couple years, what would you say that you love best about your marriage? I love that when I ying, he yangs, and when I yang, he yangs. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I always wanted, you know, one thing that my parents, my parents have been married for 40 years. And it's something that, you know, like no marriage is perfect. Mm -hmm. But what my parents really excelled at was being partners. Like our household really ran kind of like a, it ran like a business in Mm -hmm. some respects. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my, when my mom went to school and my dad was working full time or my dad went to school and my mom was working full time. And I just saw from that standpoint of what a partnership could really be. And there were things that I definitely feel like I want to do differently. Mm -hmm. But in terms of that idea of if, the team doesn't win together, then nobody wins. That was really important to me. And Anthony had that same type of upbringing. It was always very much a team. Mm -hmm. So I love the idea that my partner and my lover and my best friend is also my teammate. And, you know, we do our like rallies and like, you know, where we remind each other like who we are and where we're supposed to be. And, you know, it's just like, it's just on, you know, it's all fine. You're doing a cypher with your husband. It's Come like, on, baby. Let's go. You know, sometimes, you know, we get in our feelings like I'm not, I'm never going to be anything. I don't know why I did this. I, you know, what was I thinking? And this, you need somebody to be like, no. Okay. This is your purpose. Okay. Don't even start. Don't even start. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I tell you a story? So <laughs> one time my husband and I were going for a walk, right? So just going for a walk on the street by our condo. I was like seven months pregnant, very, very pregnant. Okay. And we had gone to like a Tony Robbins event. So this whole thing with Tony Robbins is change your state. So when you start getting down on yourself and all depressed, you know, it's like change your state and you're supposed to hit your chest, right? Change your state, right? Make your move. and I was saying some foolishness about exactly that I can't do whatever so he stops and he's like mushing my chest change your state (laughs) make your move this man passes by with like his little puppy in his hand he's like is everything okay here (laughs) like is this man abusing you you poor pregnant lady I'm like I'm good I'm good I promise but he's so funny me He's hyping me up. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. But he he looks so concerned, you know, so concerned. For good reason. Like out of context, that is all wrong. All wrong. 
can't be mushing people in the street. Like, it's just not, it's not okay. Oh, oh my goodness. All right. So on every show, I always ask, you know, I am here to support you. So I am a love coach for professional women. So my question to you is, what is your question? Well, Coach Cass, my question is, um, you know, as my husband evolves in his career and he's, you know, leveling up and I'm leveling up in my career, a lot of the things that we're doing are about building our own. Mm. And when you're building your own, you have a tendency to really not stop down and have like office hours on and off. And when that Mm. happens, then you're spending less time together. Mm -hmm. So how do we make a priority of, you know, making sure that we're taking care of what we need to take care of to build, but also building our relationship at the same time? Yeah. Okay. So girl, I had this same struggle. Okay. And, and it, and it comes in ebbs and flows and waves, right? So the biggest thing that I have seen to work is to schedule the time but it could be in small bite-sized moments. So if you're both working from home, you can do lunch together, right? And I understand that, oh, well, I have that 12 o'clock meeting. Well, you could do lunch together on most days or on some days, you know, but being cognizant of, like, for instance, my husband would get on me for waking up and getting straight on my first business call before saying like, good morning. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Have you done that, Erica? Have you done that? Girl, I will comment on a hundred Instagram posts before I roll over. Like, cause I'm just like, you know, you get in the zone. Like, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you." (laughs) Like, oh yeah. Hi, honey. I'm so sorry. I love you though. So, you know, for me, he has been my check on that, right? He's been my check on that. So I've been cognizant to say, okay, if I have a 9am, I'm at least going to get up at 8.30 so that I can spend a little time with him before I start my day, because I see the resentment and we have a three-year-old on top of that. So, you know, the, the day goes like this between her schedule, my schedule and his schedule. And then the resentment starts to build like, baby, but, but what about, but what about me? What about me? So we've started to say, okay, well, around 12 o'clock is lunchtime. So if I start to make myself something to eat when I get hungry, I'll say, hey, yo, (laughs) you hungry? (laughs) Right? You know, like, oh, yeah. Right? So we've started to just check each other. So for, for like lunch, it's not a hard stop. It's more of I'm eating. Let me check in with my spouse Mm -hmm. if they also want to eat. And then we could do this together. And then nighttime, my husband is one of those 5 a.m.ers. I'm so successful. Let me go for a jog, listen to my podcast, read my Bible, do all the things. I'm that 8.47 a.m. Let me roll out of bed before my first session call thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, please don't, please don't wake me up. Like, stop. So we realized that 9 p.m. is a decent time to just pause and pay attention to each other, right? Mm -hmm. And so we specifically do a devotion together. And then we also ask each other a couple questions like, hey, you know, what do you wanna celebrate today, right? And we'll even do dinner together with my daughter and we'll say, what do you wanna celebrate today? And we'll look for something to celebrate and we do spirit fingers. Spirit fingers, (laughs) Spirit fingers, all right? So we try to pause for dinner and then after we put her to bed, 
we say, okay, well, at least spend 15 minutes in talking. And instead of just saying, how was your day? I just hate that question. Like, how yeah. was your day? Did you see me here all day on the phone? Like, you know, you heard, <laughs> you heard all my conversations. Do I have to rehash that? Okay. So <laughs> what was the most challenging part of your day? Or what, what excited you today? Or what are you looking forward to tomorrow? You know, just, just having a diverse set of questions. And that makes me think about, I have this thing called the love deck, right? And I really created it for singles, but I realized that it works for us and just about everybody you love. But literally, it's a deck of cards that have questions on them, right? And these questions are around, you know, let's see here. What is your greatest regret? Woo! Hallelujah. <laughs> what is your most prized possession? Oh. Um, who is someone you trust and why? What are your favorite ways to exercise? That could get you in a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> what was your what was your first impression of me? I also realized that the conversations that we have are so surface level so many times mm. or so business oriented because because we're so focused on business and your go right. go go we don't get to the deeper things the deeper stuff so then that's also why I use these cards as conversation starters in my relationship too. I love that. I love that. And it it's so true. Like you have to be so intentional about it. Cause I mean, you think about it, you see it on TV and you're like, oh, we should try that. Right. <laughs> like, that was nice. <laughs> we should try something like that. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you do, and then you don't do it again, but like making it a part of the day, I mean, really makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So I, I realized that the the midday stuff doesn't work for the hard scheduling because things ebbs and flows. But when we just start to think of each other, when we're hungry, <laughs> you know, that that has seemed to work very well. It's like, all right, I'm about to eat. Let me be nice, right? Even though you haven't paid attention to me all day. Let me be nice and say, Ayo, <laughs> you hungry? Like if I'm going to fix myself a plate of something or if I'm going to order something, let me order it with you too and say, okay, let's sit down and eat. And if it can't happen, we understand. But at some point in the day, share a meal, share a conversation, share a touch, right? And that's yeah. something else. When you see each other in the hallway, touch each other, you know, because how many times do we end up like roommates? Because we're so focused. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. I'm on a call. Don't you see me on the call? Oh, you can't see me because the earpiece is in my ear. Well, shh. <laughs> Am I stepping on toes, Erica? No, he, we'll see. We, we were very intentional about creating space mm. because we, for a couple of years, we lived in a very small condo. Yeah, And so we're like, well, when we decide to move and we find a home, then mm -hmm. You are going to need your space because I would be doing all the VO stuff in the middle of the 600 square foot condo. <laughs> He'd be like, where do you want me to go? <laughs> Out the window. <laughs> but now, uh, yeah, the, the touching, cause like now we kiss so much during the day because Aww. you know, you're just like, okay. <laughs> y'all get into trouble. That's what you get into. <laughs> They also say a 15 second kiss is good for the soul and good for your relationship. Even if you time it, a 15 second kiss, but yeah, you might get into a whole lot more trouble a couple times a day. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to have some perks for this work from home. Okay. 
Perks are good. Perks are good. <laughs> oh man, Erica, I appreciate you joining me here on this show so much. Oh, you've dropped so many nuggets, and I know that everybody loves you. They just do. Everybody listening, they just they just love you. So please tell them where can they follow you? How can they get in touch with you? Well, Coach Cass, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me today. And um, yeah, I am all over social media on at Erica Cobb, E-R-I-C-A-C-O-B-B, or you can visit me on my online home, comeback.tv, and you can find my podcast there. Ooh, I love it. Thanks for joining us, Erica. Thank you, Coach Cass. I appreciate it. <laughs> and to everyone listening in, if you're like, yo, where do I get the love deck? Go to inspiremany.com, hit store, ooh, and you can get your love deck there. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Do you have a super single girlfriend who's oh so busy with work? Listen to me. Get her over to relationshipsforbusywomen.com to ace her next date, even if she hasn't been on one in forever. Go now. Don't walk. Run. Run. 